Generation Now. Be informed. Welcome to the Generation Now podcast, the official podcast of the Ridgeway Community Church Youth Group. Man, I'm so excited that you guys decided to tune in. Uh, my name is Matt Burr. I'm the youth pastor here at Ridgeway Community Church, uh, and this is going to be a lot of fun. We are deciding to put out a podcast that uh, everybody, uh, the youth group, the parents, the people in our church can listen to to help you guys stay informed about what's going on in the, uh, the in the youth group. Um, you know, I'm going to do this without without editing, so uh, you know, I might fumble a word or say something kind of weird and quirky, and hey, you know what? Just got to deal with it, because that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but this is going to be a last you know i'm saying i really want to allow everybody to um be able to listen to this every week on uh, mondays i'm going to be recording them and having them ready to go by monday afternoon if you're an ipod user an itunes user you can subscribe to the podcast and download it listen to it throughout the week so you know what's going on if you don't have an ipod i'm going to post it on the myspace page uh, myspace.com slash ridgeway youth and i really would like to get a lot of feedback from you guys too so um after you're done listening to it uh send me an email at feedback at ridgewayyouth.org um and uh, that way we can get to kind of figure out what's going on and how, what you guys thought. And um, next week, if I get some feedback, I'll read those on the air. This is kind of what I'm thinking about for the podcast. Um, we're going to split them to three sections. We're going to keep it pretty short. The first section is about upcoming events, things that are going on in the youth group, maybe community service events that we can get involved in. The second group, we're going to talk about uh, the second section. We're going to talk about, you know, pop culture, some things, some music reviews, movie reviews, maybe interesting news that's really weird and quirky that's out in pop culture just kind of keep us all fresh and up to date and the last section is going to be a little bit uh, more of a spiritual discussion just something that's on my heart i might have a guest speaker come in or or a student come in and talk about what's on their heart and that's where i really want to get the feedback from you guys is that feedback at uh, at the email address feedback at ridgewayyouth.org so without further ado let's move on to the bullet somebody All right, that was the song Goodbye Miss Havisham by the group Sullivan. They just released their new album called Cover Your Eyes about a week ago. If you like emo music, then you need to check them out. Go to myspace.com slash Sullivan, and uh, you'll really enjoy that. So welcome to The Bullet. The Bullet basically is going to be a listed... Um, uh, a schedule of the things that are coming up in the youth group. That way you guys know what's going on. Uh, you can be involved. You won't miss out on anything. So I'm going to kind of go through this here real quick. Uh, first and foremost, middle schoolers, we are having youth group this Wednesday night at 5.30. High schoolers, we are having youth group this Sunday at 6. Uh, both youth group meetings will be talking about uh, our topic we just started on right versus wrong and absolute truth. So come prepared to study. Um, this Saturday morning, we're going to do something kind of new called W3. Uh, many of you know 
know, some high schoolers and I have been meeting on Wednesday mornings and praying. Well, during the summer, we're going to move that meeting to Saturday mornings here at the church from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. And we're going to go a little deeper. We're going to still pray, but we're also going to look into scripture about how God can challenge us. Uh, We're going to see how we can keep each other accountable, allow us to uh, be deeper in our walk. And also, we're going to figure out what we can do in our community and the people around us. Make our faith real. It's going to be really cool. Um, It's called W3 because it centers around three words. Wisdom, getting into God's scripture, walk, having a stronger walk with Christ, and works. How do we make our faith real? I think you guys will be really interested in that. If you're going to be a freshman next year, um, all the way through seniors, you're invited to come. And I hope to see you Saturday morning in the youth room from 9 to 11. We'll have donuts and coffee and all that kind of good stuff too. So it'll be a blast. So I hope to see you then. Coming up July 19th through the 22nd is the Desperation Conference in Colorado Springs. Some of you guys did this last year and you had a lot of fun with it. Um, So I'm really looking forward to being able to do it again this year. Um, As far as the details and how much it's going to cost and all that stuff, I'll have have it coming up here soon. Do want to mention that um, <clears throat> we're limiting the age group because it's a real intense uh, conference. If you're going to be a sophomore next year up through uh, through senior, that's the age group we're really shooting for on this. If you're younger than that, then there'll always be next year that you can go. Uh, this conference is very intense. It's very deep. Um, and if you're really interested in taking that next step of having a real intimate relationship with Christ, um, then this is a conference for you. And we'll talk about it. Last but not least um, is a community service idea that um, I caught wind of that I think would be great for us to adopt as a youth group. I found out about a young man in our community who's having a really, really hard time um, just keeping up with finances and paying his bills and his rent. And, um, you know, he's just, he's just having a really, really rough time right now. Um, and and the thing that really concerns me is it sounds like he's even having a hard time getting himself food to eat. And that's where I think we can help him out. Um, this young man doesn't come to our church, uh, but he has been involved in um, in activities our church has done. And I thought, how cool would it be as a youth group if we were able to help him out and really make the love of Christ known to him? Um, so this is what I want us to do. This week, I want you to raid your mom and dad's pantry. You know, grab the can of corn and beans and uh, maybe some sloppy joe mix or some stuff that you guys don't need around the house. Maybe you have some ramen noodles or some uh, macaroni and cheese. Um, stuff that's not perishable. Don't bring fruit or meat, but just, you know, good canned food stuff. Bring that all on Sunday. We'll pull it all together put it in some bags and deliver it to his apartment with a little note telling him that we're thinking of him and praying for him. I think that'll really be a good thing. Um, so let's do that, all right? Uh, give me some feedback on that. Write me an email at feedback at ridgewayyouth.org. <clears throat> and coming up next is the pop.
All right, welcome back. That was the song White Collar by the band Haste the Day. Haste the Day is a heavy metal band. They released their latest album called Pressure the Hinges last April. If you're a metal fan, you're going to love that. Um, check them out at myspace.com slash haste the day if you haven't already. Uh, they're one of my favorite heavy metal bands. Dig them a lot. All right, well, welcome to The Pop. The Pop is the section of the podcast where we're going to talk about movies, music, uh, books, maybe some interesting little news item that happens in pop culture. I guess just some way of us trying to stay uh, kind of in the now, if you will. Um, so, you know, we'll talk about that. Maybe I'll have a guest speaker come in and do uh, some special music sometime. That'd be kind of cool. Um, but this week, um, I wanted to review Spider-Man 3. Went and saw this movie a few weeks ago, and I'm sure many of you have as well. Um, and I got to tell you, I was so excited about this movie coming out. Um, I've always been a huge Spider-Man fan. Uh, even as a little kid, um, one of my favorite comic books to read was Spider-Man, um, just one of my favorite heroes of all time. You know, when the first two movies came out, I was so pumped up about them, and they were so incredibly good. Um, it's been obviously one of the most successful comic book to movie uh, adaptations in the history of Hollywood, I'd say. Uh, the first two movies brought in some crazy amount of money, and the third one has as well. So, you know, when I first saw the previews and heard the buzz about Spider-Man 3 and how it was going to feature Spider-Man in the black suit, and it was also going to have Venom in it, I mean, I was so excited. Venom happens to be one of my favorite uh, villains of all time as well. I mean, just seeing him in comic books was always just awesome. Um, so the, the basic storyline of Spider-Man 3 is it's, it's the continuation from the first two. Uh, Peter Parker is trying uh, to, uh, he's thinking about and wrestling with the idea of asking Mary Jane to marry him. Um, and there's that whole love interest there. They're really starting to pursue that. Uh, there's, this, there's this humongous uh, fight and conflict between Peter Parker and, um, and Harry Osborn, his friend, um, you know, if you remember the first movie, Harry's father, Norman, who was the Green Goblin, was killed in a fight with Spider-Man. So they got that whole plot in there. But then to kick it all off... Spider-Man uh, comes in contact with this alien entity, and it's called a symbiote. And a symbiote is something that... Um, will latch onto you and needs you uh, to sustain its life. Um, and and the, it comes into uh, Peter Parker and it encases him in this black-looking suit and it makes him faster and stronger and cooler looking. But the problem is is that the symbiote is evil and it draws out all the evil thoughts and emotions in Peter Parker and it goes on making Peter into this really bad guy that nobody likes and it hurts his relationships with those that he loves. Very interesting story. Well, Peter Parker finds out uh, eventually that the symbiote is bad, so he finds a way to get it off of him. Um, and when he does so, the symbiote goes on to a new host uh, who is a um, another photographer at the newspaper and kind of a... Um, uh, guy of competition with Peter Parker. The problem about this new guy is that he uh, he he's not like Peter Parker, who's good uh, at heart in the inside. This guy's kind of he's conniving. He he's not a good guy at all. Um, and the symbiote really takes control of him and turns him into Venom, a really psychotic, very bad bad guy. Um, and then there's a big fight in the end and all that. Blah blah blah. Great movie. Um, 
I was entertained. I was excited about it. Um, and if you haven't seen it yet, you need to. Uh, it's rated PG-13. There's a little bit of language in it and a whole lot of violence. Um, but all in all, it's a very clean and enjoyable movie. Um, they actually even turned down the sexual content that was in the first two. Now that the first two had a lot. Um, but there was a couple scenes that were pretty... Um, I don't know. They weren't really bad. It wasn't really real sexual or anything like that. But they didn't really have any in the third one, so uh, it made it even a little bit more enjoyable for me. Um, But I had a couple problems with the movie, and this is where maybe you'll disagree with me. But um, first and foremost, uh, you know, when the symbiote was on Peter Parker and it was bringing out all the bad emotions, the bad things in Peter Parker... Um, uh, Toby Maguire just really did not sell it to me at all. Uh, you know, there was that whole time in the movie where he was the bad emo guy. He had his hair slicked forward and he had like black eyeliner on and he was just real rude and mean to people. And, and he was like, oh, I'm an emo guy. And, um, honestly, I don't think Toby Maguire really pulled it off. I'm kind of thinking he's too much of a nice guy to be able to pull off bad Tobey Maguire. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know, um, it's like Elijah Wood. You know, everybody knows him as Frodo, this happy-go-lucky, you know, nice hobbit guy. And then the next movie, he's like playing a bad, evil person. Just doesn't work. He's too nice of a nice, he's too good of a nice guy. And all of his parts are too nice. And here we have Tobey Maguire trying to be a bad guy and be mean. And to me, it just was fake. He didn't pull it off. So, you know, I don't know if there's a whole lot they could have done with that. But I was like, man, totally didn't sell for me. But the big problem I had was that there was not enough Venom. I mean, I wanted to see this movie primarily because of Venom. I mean, he is the coolest bad guy in all of comic books. Well, one of them at least. And I, oh man, and there just wasn't enough. One fight with Venom at the end was not even near enough Venom for me. You know, I know that they wanted to focus on Peter Parker wrestling with the bad side of his character and how he's going to conquer that and become a better person, a better hero, blah, blah, blah. Sure, cover that in the first, you know, maybe one-third of the movie or maybe even one-quarter of the movie. Do all that. But then let's have Venom throughout the rest of it, you know? Let's have a really long segment of, of movie where Peter Parker has got to defeat Venom. That would have been awesome to me. And then the whole scene at the end of the movie where Venom could possibly be destroyed and he could be over. You can't kill one of the most effective and most popular villains in the comic book line for Spider-Man. Come on, that's stupid. I mean, is he ever going to come back? I mean, I hope they have more movies, but will there ever be a Venom? You know, in the comic books, it's uh, it's... I mean, you just, you'd go through we- months and months of comic books where Peter Parker and Spider-Man are doing all these adventures, and then all of a sudden, without any warning at all, Venom pops up in the comic books, and it's just like, everybody's like, oh, it's Venom again! You can't get rid of this guy! And that's what made him so awesome. So for him to only be in just a small fragment of this movie, and then the possibly the death of him... Ah, really turned me off. So out of five stars, I'm going to give Spider-Man 3 a 2. And you might disagree with me, and that's totally cool. I'd sure like to get your uh, your input. So email me at feedback at ridgewayyouth.org. Um, and I would love to hear from you. We'll read some of that um, next week. So uh, that's the pop. Coming up next is The Thread. I still stand you waiting with my eyes fixed on the road. And if I'd back 
Alright, welcome back. That song was called Please Come Home by the solo artist Dustin Kensrue. Uh, Dustin Kensrue released his uh, debut album last January. It's also called Please Come Home. Uh, he is the lead singer for the heavy metal band called Thrice. Um, and you may you may have heard of Thrice. They're a hard rock band. Um, they've done a song called Image of the Invisible, which was really uh, popular. But it was really interesting to see... Um, uh, interesting to to hear this album from Dustin Kenzer that's got some real strong southern um, kind of country kind of roots to it. It's a totally different sound. Lots of spiritual thoughts into it. It's a great album. You need to check it out. So go to myspace.com slash Dustin Kensrue. Uh, his last name is spelled K-E-N-S-R-U-E. I think you'll really enjoy that a lot. So the thread is the section of the podcast where we're going to talk about a spiritual theme. Uh, maybe uh, something in scripture that I read or something I saw in the movie uh, in, in a movie that I wanted to discuss like we're going to do to going to do today or I might have like a guest speaker come in and share his or her testimony um, just something spiritual that we can discuss together um, I sure would like to hear a lot of dialogue so um, after we're done I'd love to hear your thoughts and email me at uh, feedback at ridgewayyouth.org okay um, a couple weeks ago I watched a real interesting sci-fi movie um, it was set in like 2027 and it was kind of weird uh, in the movie, uh, all of mankind, they were unable to have children. Um, it was really weird. And the, the youngest person on the planet was 18 years old. So there was no kids, uh, no teenagers, no babies. And because there is no youth in culture, uh, all of society broke down into anarchy and chaos. It was really, really interesting. Um, the thing in the movie that one of the things that really grabbed my attention is there were uh, this group of people called the Repenters. And, and the Repenters would march around the city telling people to repent and come back to God. And the reason why God, and, and the reason why God was judging them is because of the sinfulness of man. And I was like, whoa, man, that sounds, sounds pretty interesting. It sounds very spiritual. Um, kind of reminded me of like John the Baptist. You know, John the Baptist's ministry walking around before Jesus came was to repent, come back to the Lord, turn from your wicked ways. Well, but one thing the repenters said that I really disagreed with is one of the, they said that um the re, that uh that the wrath of God is being poured out on all of mankind and He has taken away the greatest gift He's ever given us. He's taken away our children, and I thought that to myself that I'm sorry, but I don't believe that children are the greatest gift that God has ever given. I just don't. You know, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I think children are a gift of God. Um, I mean, I'm so excited about uh, the birth of my child coming in about a month. I mean, there's just nothing more that just warms my heart right now, knowing that God is blessing Lindsay and I with a child. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, Pastor Roger even mentioned a passage, a Bible verse uh, yesterday in church uh, from Psalm 127 that says, uh, children are a reward from God and sons are a gift. Um, so, I mean, it's obvious that God gives us the gift of children and he rewards us with the gift of children. But are children the supreme greatest gift he's ever given man? Well, the obvious answer is no. The greatest gift God has ever given us was Jesus Christ himself and the salvation that Jesus offers us through his death on the cross. That's the greatest gift. You know, it's a fact, if you read scripture, it's a fact that none of us have the merit or the righteousness on our own to get to heaven and to please God. We're sinners at heart. 
Just even the littlest sin makes it where we cannot attain an eternal life with God. So God had to do something different. That's why he sent Jesus, who is perfect, who is completely God and completely man, to die on the cross for our sins. That was the only way that we could ever, using Jesus' death on the cross, is what allows us to have communion with God. That's the greatest gift. You know, there's a passage in Romans chapter 5 that said, while we were still sinners, God died, Christ died for us. You know, and it also mentions that, you know, you would very rarely lay down your life for a good man. Um, You would very rarely um, lay down your life for a righteous man. You definitely wouldn't lay down your life for someone that is an enemy of you. But that's exactly what Jesus did for us. You know, I mean, someone who's good or might be a real good friend, um, if the situation came up, we might lay down um, our life or maybe even uh, uh, have the opportunity to be hurt to save this person. But for somebody that completely hates you and, and throws your gift in their face and, and, and just is an enemy to you, you're not going to do anything to help them out. I mean, that's human nature. I mean, I would hope that we would help people, but human nature isn't to help them out. But God shows his love to us that while we were his enemies and while we were still sinners, he died for us. That is in my opinion, is the greatest gift. So I'd sure like your thoughts on that. Um, email me at feedback at ridgewayyouth.org. Uh, if we get some feedback this week, I'll read them on the air. It'd be really interesting to hear your thoughts. Um, so in closing, I uh, want to give a shout out to Jake Coulter. Uh, his birthday is today, and also Colton Kine's birthday is Thursday. If I missed a birthday, I apologize. I have pretty much all of them in my calendar, but it's, it's possible to miss one. Um, but if you see those two guys or want to give them a call and wish them a happy birthday, I think that'd be cool. Um, next week, we'll have a new podcast with new thoughts. I appreciate you guys listening. And until next week, this is Matt Burr, and have a great one. Generation Now. Be informed.